Welcome to the process, episode number 12 with the Carlos Hidalgo and me, Colton Wright. We're going to go ahead and get started, and today we're going to be talking about the law of communication. Uh, one thing that I think a lot of people misunderstand is the importance of communication, right? With the lack of communication, instantly you're going to have a disconnect with your people, you're going to disconnect with your family members, you're going to disconnect with your personal relationships. And whenever you have that disconnect, it makes it really hard to move forward with anything. And I know I'm going to let Carlos take it away from there, but Mr. Carlito, law of communication, what are you thinking? The first thing, the first, hello, everyone listening. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is I had a, is learning how to properly communicate. There's a lot of things with communication that we can go over, but when you're in, in, in communication, how you communicate will deter, will depend on who it is you're communicating with. And exactly. for example, if I'm, if my brother, my brother and I are working together, you and I are working together, people in, I guess, authoritative positions. Um, or maybe higher up in the chain of command in a leadership position, whatever. The communication, I think, needs to be quick and concise. And 100%. I'll, get, I'll give an example that just happened the, the other day or someone that I'm working closely with is, is explaining to me a car situation that's going on, cars breaking down, whatever, whatever, all these things. And, you know, she helps me run the office and she was telling me everything that's going on and explaining to me why she's, why she's going to be late. At the end of the day, one, I care about the car situation. You know, it sucks that it's happening. There's nothing that I can do, okay? Right. Um, at the end of the day, we we know what we're both trying to do. We've talked about it on this podcast. We're trying to run a good local office, get the 10K profit, get to get to this week 160 energies, get to 200, 200 plus energies. All the other details as to what's going on doesn't matter. The only thing that mattered in this situation is the what time now. do you think you're going to no, no. What time do you think you're going to get to the office? Because that'll determine, that'll let me know what you're going to be a part of for the local office and what you're not going to be a part of. Um, right. And it's the same thing with when, when I communicate something to, to, to my brother, you know, the details of, of things, of why I can't make things or what I'm going to make things, you know, they don't necessarily matter because 100%. he trusts that I'm making the right decision. Just like I trust if she's got something going on, if she's going to be late for whatever reason, I trust it's for a good reason. We can figure out, talk about the details later and maybe what could have been done different later. At the end of the day, the, the, the objective in early in the morning is to run a good local office. That's a great point. And now the transition of that, right? When it comes to someone that you're actually training or someone that you're trying to develop, it, it then come, becomes, hey, here's where you messed up and here's why you did it. So you have to spend that extra amount of time to actually explain the reason of, what was messed up behind it. And that also transitions with how well you know the person. Like for instance, I have someone that's about to get thrown out of my office right now. My, my consistent, whenever he messes up, I'm like, yo, you screwed this up. All right, you f***ed up here. We're gonna fix this for here and here's why it's important. Here's the importance behind it, right? And then other people who are coaching that I don't know as well as but hey, really good job here. We're gonna do the build, break, build. That way I don't break that person down without actually having the relationship to build on. Um, so that that's huge too. And I think people will misunderstand it and they try to communicate with every single person the exact same way or the way they enjoy being communicated with. And that's where the misinterpretation comes from because just because you're saying something doesn't mean the other person is hearing you, right? You might be saying something and they hear the exact same message, the exact same words, and it's a completely different meaning. So you have to be able to communicate the way they want to be communicated with, not just what you want. Yeah, no, and that's, 
you know, if the message isn't being delivered, isn't being received, then you're not really delivering the message. So it's on, on whoever's delivering the message. It's your, you know, it's your responsibility to make sure the message isn't being received. And if it's not being received, then you need to find a different way to deliver the message so that it is properly received. Um, but yeah, who you're communicating with matters. If it's me and a, me and a trainee, someone that's brand new into our business and I'm trying to develop them, you know, if they start texting me about car issues, I will want to know the details and I'll probably want to call right. them up and I want to hear their thought process and then probably try and educate them on what's the best way to handle the situation right then and there, because they're, they're already developed or sorry, they're all, they're, they're needing to get developed to learn how to handle things the way we believe they, they should be handled. So who you're communicating with definitely matters, you know, and, and I know Roth, how he likes things certain communicated, depending on, on what the situation is, if it's urgent, you know, moderately urgent, he probably wants a text message. If it's a call, I know my best time to reach him is going to be in, in the evenings, you know, after right. probably like, like five o'clock, seven o'clock. Um, there's certain things that I know I'm going to communicate with him via, via Slack. If I know it's not super urgent, I just want him to look at it whenever he gets a chance or, or, or via email. But there's some people I know, they just want a phone call for like all the time, or I'm going to have a hard time getting a response for them. <laughs> Yes, I, I, I actually went over this on, I posted a video a couple of weeks back about the how you can use the different platforms to be able to communicate. Um, sometimes we misuse the, the platforms on communication and we expect certain responses for certain levels of communication, right? Like I'm not going to send an email to someone for someone that's something that's urgent, right? I'm going to give them a call if it's urgent. I need to talk to you right away. Um, I'm going to, I'm not going to send someone a Slack message if I need a response right away, just like you were saying with Raf. It's the same concept. Right. But if I need something done right then and there, I'm literally going to give them a call, shoot them a text. And that's how I expect my response. If you don't answer my phone call, I'm going to send you a text and say, Hey, there's something I need to talk about. And we're good to go. Right. Like I do that quite a bit with Raf and be like, Hey, um, don't worry about calling me back. It's not important. Or, Hey, this is important. Whenever you get a free chance, please call me back. So we need to talk about this shit. Uh, so <laughs> just that, that's just a way of uh, communicating or over communicating to get the responses you want. Right, you have to be able to sacrifice that little bit of pride of, oh man, he didn't answer me. No, he's busy. Right, he's not serving you. Okay, like he has another life to live. He has other people to lead as well. Right, you're not entitled to that time. Right, you need to earn it. Um, so that's another way of putting it as well. Definitely. Is there any um, any examples or any you know big screw ups that you see with newer up and coming leaders or specifically with with communicating? Like, what do you see yeah. people struggle with the most? For sure. Uh, so one thing I, I think I see the most with people coming into the office right now is almost of being afraid to make the phone call to being afraid to initiate the conversation or afraid to, to initiate the question. And that could come back on me for not starting it initially, right? But I'll, I'll sometimes I'll call a rep after they've got out of training and one to two weeks in and, hey, how's it going? How's it going? And then all of a sudden that rep's not calling me every single day after that with just different questions. And I was like, I know you had 10 times more questions two weeks ago, right? What were you doing then? Um, and so the, the first thing I have to say is just don't be afraid to reach out to your mentors. They're there for a reason. So actually initiate the conversation. That's one mistake that I say. Uh, number two is your tonality speaks more than what you're actually saying. Um, I, I have a, the guy on training right now in mastermind. He's a little bit of a, a rougher dude, right? He was raised with a the athlete mentality. Um, so he'll come off very, very strong. And for some people on his team, if you come off very, very strong, they instantly shut down. 
So he has to be able to dial back his tonality. Even though he's saying the same thing, he has to be able to dial back his tonality so it's perceived the right way. Um, and then the last thing is never speak with emotions. Always speak from logic. Um, if you're emotional in a situation, if you're upset, that's fine. But separate yourself from the situation before you actually speak. Become logical before you speak with your emotions. Because sometimes whenever you say something emotionally, you're never going to get those words back and you can potentially damage your relationship forever. Definitely. And I, from personal experience, especially when you're when you're talking to, to people in, a, in authoritative positions, do not speak out of emotion. <laughs> if you feel yourself emotional, Jocko talks a lot about this in his book, Extreme, Extreme Ownership like learning to, to detach yourself from, from a situation whenever something's going on and, and you feel like a conversation needs to be had, like you need to learn how to detach yourself from a situation and look at it from a non-emotional, you know, perspective. Um, and there was something else you were saying that I really wanted to go into. Uh, tonality was one of them. I don't know. If you know that. That's yeah, no, that's, that's big. People don't, that goes back to the whole, like, you have to make sure your message is, is, is being received and why. And sometimes people think that it's okay to just be blunt. Why well, just tell it how it is like, okay, well, <laughs> well, that's an emotional, that's an emotional response. Yeah. Like you're wanting people to receive your message. You're wanting people to, to, to look at things from a different perspective. You want people to receive your message. So you need to yeah. learn how to evaluate, you know, whether or not your message is being received. And it's just yeah. that whole extreme ownership concept. Like I need to take full ownership. Like if people aren't receiving my message, I need to find a different way to communicate it so that it's yeah. getting through people's, people's head. And sometimes, you know, people will say like, specifically with, with newer leaders and, and, and we're trying to teach them how to set expectations with people, right. you know, with, with the dress code and with showing up early and performance in the field, whatever it may be. And we'll ask them like, well, did you go over them with this with them? And the response will usually be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I went over it. It's not my fault. It's their fault. Like, you know, I told them they needed to wear this. I told them they needed to, to smile more. I told them they can't say this to customers. Like, okay, well, how did you say it? Because you screwed something up right. because they didn't, they didn't receive the message. Like they clearly didn't understand that this was okay. <laughs> this was not okay. Like, like, something went wrong. There's like, but I told them, like, okay, well, you didn't tell them the right way <laughs> because right. they didn't, they didn't get the message. Uh, so learning to like be self-aware of what it is that you're saying, how people are receiving what you're saying. It's right. or one thing to, I'll hear to teach a hundred percent. I'll hear people just say, I'm just being real. <clears throat> just being real. You're just being a dick. Like stop, stop <laughs> delivering the message that way. Like be kosher in what you're saying. And the other thing that I, that I, I went over was just not being afraid to actually ask the question. Don't be afraid to reach up to your mentor. Um, and so one thing that I, I do a lot that works really well is whenever I get upset with a situation, instead of calling the person first to deal with it, I call you a ref. And I talk myself through the situation with you or Raph before I have the actual conversation because I know I'm upset, right? And you or Raph will call me out on it or just listen. Sometimes y'all just don't say a word and you just listen the entire time. You're like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right, now I know what to do. Even though all I did was just kind of just be emotional with you. Um, so that that's another way that works for me is calling someone else, asking for the advice, and then also not being afraid of the answer you get. If the answer you get is not what you want to hear, accept it. Like it, if they're your mentors for a reason, like you can't run away from it. Um, so don't, that, that's another thing that works. Yeah, no. And I think the, the, 
one that's good to do is if you feel a little bit emotional, run through your situation with someone else and get the ideas out there and just just it's better to go into a conversation having more perspective than less perspective. And I think the mindset that you should go into with any conversation is that just assume and this, this is a bit of an economy, but you need to go into conversations like assuming that you don't know everything open minded exactly. to the fact that you may be wrong, that there's something you don't know. And it's, it's an economy. It's weird because we go into conversations very confident, like that we know what we're talking about, but at the same time, like, we're also very open-minded to there, there's a chance that, that we're wrong, that we don't know something, especially right. if you disagree with someone that has more experience with you, um, or that's, that's your leader, your mentor, like, especially if it's in that situation and you're going into a conversation with them and, and you're disagreeing, like that's where you need to like, to me, the mindset is always like, there's gotta be something I don't know, but I just believe most people are smarter than me. Um, exactly. so there's gotta be something that I don't know. So I need to figure out what what that is right and i don't know where i've read this maybe in how to win friends and influence people but like the more questions that you ask the more that you listen the more that you end up knowing and then you can pick out what to say because then you know everything right. they know and you know everything you know so then you can just pick out what to say and you sound like the smartest person in the room exactly sometimes the smartest person in the room is the quietest person in the room but it's just because they've heard everyone else's opinion and then they pick out the smart thing to say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It goes a long way. Sometimes uh, listening is a hell of a lot more powerful than just uh, assuming and, and uh, jumping to a conclusion for sure. Yeah. And then one last thing. I didn't think I was going to bring this up, but I posted a Gary Vee video about him talk. He, he was talking to some guy that that basically poured out had some difficult conversations, poured out his feelings and, and, and how that helped them feel better. And Gary talked about how a lot of people have like poison inside of them and they need to get it out. And I, I remember, I remember when Raf and I were first and we were first building up Dallas, Texas, and we were struggling. And I don't know if you remember me talking about this, like, there was one specific day where Roth and I just got together, locked ourselves in the office, also drove around a lot, and we just got everything out. Uh -huh. And what exactly we talked about, I don't really remember what exactly we, we accomplished in that conversation. I don't really know, but I know what Roth and I were doing is what most people were, weren't, weren't, are doing, which is what you said, is they just don't communicate anything. They don't ask right. any questions. They don't, they don't express how it is that, that, you're, that they're feeling. And what happens is when you don't communicate anything, everything gets bottled up inside. Exactly. And I think, and, and then the thing eventually it'll just randomly just come out, just frustrate you. You start making assumptions of what people are thinking, what, what people, what, what direction people want to take things. And you haven't asked the question, you haven't communicated anything and you're just making up these stories in, in, in your head. And that's what was going on with Rafa and I, because we were separated. Right. Rafa and I were good at, at knowing what we were thinking without having to communicate because we just grew up together. But then. I was in Toledo. He was in Dallas. We spent like seven months apart. He he gained a whole bunch of different experiences. I had a bunch of different experiences. So then we both got into we both got to Dallas, and I can't understand why he's making some of the decisions that he's making because I haven't gone through the same experiences, and that was a first for us. So the only way I could understand what experiences he was going through or why he was making the decisions he was making was if I had asked and sought perspective and understood his experiences and understood the way that he was looking at the situation. Right. Um, 
And it wasn't until we had that conversation and we just got shit out that things started to get better. But I think it's because we just both got out on the same page and we both got rid of whatever negatives poison that we had stuck inside of us. 100%. And 90, I would almost go as far as 99% of confrontation can be avoided by good communication. Most of the time, all confrontation is because of lack of communication. Yeah, majority of the time. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Awesome, guys. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. If you work with us, or even if you don't, if there's ever something on your mind, we recommend communicating. We recommend sending a message, asking a question. It's okay. Our job to make you feel comfortable to come up to us. But even if you don't if you feel uncomfortable, just come up, just come up to us and ask us whatever, whatever you need to ask. And um, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys.